0: You're about to experience the cultural
1: phenomena that's sweeping the nation. Oh, yeah,
0: it's happening. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn.
1: Thirty eight. This is the bit I hate. <laughs> <laughs> My mother said you had a good voice
2: for radio. Right, yeah.
1: Apparently I send a lot of people to sleep.
2: You've got a good face for radio. yeah. I've
1: got a perfect face for radio. Yep. yes. Stinky Paul's podcast. This week with Scott, with Paul, and with Liam.
2: Good afternoon. Good
1: afternoon. Hello. A very British afternoon. Untypically because it's warm. Yeah. But today, on the day recording, it's the Royal Wedding. And yes. um, we're really interested in that.
2: Prince Harry representing the gingers across the world. What did you
1: call it? the future Ginger King of England or he, something?
2: He's the actual the, Ginger <laughs> King in your world. No, no one else matters <laughs> in the royal family other than Prince, Prince Harry. Prince Harry. And now Meghan Markle, because he's proof that ginger people can get stunning women. <laughs> the thing is, he's probably not actually royal, is he? he oh, isn't he's like, royal. He's not Charles' no, Don't you take not, his royalty away from him? He's not Charles' child, surely. He's the only one that's got a good sense of humour and actually does work for this country. Yes, so. yeah, fair play yeah, exactly. to him. That's always definitely not a royal, exactly.
1: It's also FA Cup day. We've just watched the second half of the FA Cup. And as it was, it was absolutely riveting, wasn't it? Oh so. yes. No, Charlie, at the moment, he's he's let us down once again. He we, probably would have been here last night. <laughs> we we do have to mention this, don't we? We were supposed to record. Last Saturday. Three episodes in an evening, as per usual. And how would you describe it? A fuck up? From you? From me? Yes. yes. No, no, I'm holding my hands up for this.
2: <laughs> the man who sent us a, a <laughs> An itinerary saying, of everything. and <laughs> The picture that said there seems to have been a... We have a failure to we communicate. We have a failure to communicate. Yeah. It's like, no, no, you do. all. <laughs> oh, Paul was trying to call you. <laughs> me and Charlie both sent you messages, and we all got nothing.
1: Because I completely forgot that it was Eurovision, which is much more important. Which is a big day in my in you know, in my life. Uh, Eurovision, you, you know, it's it's always been an important thing for me. But I honestly thought that we'd arrange for this week.
2: No, I I genuinely because like when Charlie mentioned it, and I mm. thought about the time. Yeah. And then when Paul called me after saying I've just called Scott, and you're yeah. really but um, <laughs> it's like I said I was like no it was like definitely it was the 14th of May and then the 2nd of June is the next one yeah, yeah. but we it, was alright you know, I
1: totally hold my hands up because I look back because we've got a little whatsapp group going and I, I even sent a message next one on the 14th or wherever it was yeah and the subjects are going to be this and the films are going to be that yeah fucked up but then just to rub it in a little bit more we've rearranged to do three episodes tonight and then Charlie is double booked Mm-hmm. But he will be joining us for the third episode, so let's see how we go. Now, tonight's film, chosen by Paul.
3: Yes. I thought I'd shock you with this one. And it is? Ice Cold in
1: Alex. Yeah, 1958. 60 60 years old. Let's play the trailer,
0: and then we'll go straight into it. North Africa, the battlefield of giants. The Eighth Army. Rommel's Africa Corps. Two million men in all the ebb and flow of this epic struggle. Two million men, two million stories. This is one. It happens to be true. For God's sake, sir, you break this thing. Shut up! Temper rough. Judgment blurred by exhaustion and rattled nerves. His one determination to make Alexandria before they were killed or captured. I'm a drunk, you know that, don't you? You were trying to get us away. The next drink I have is going to be a lager. Ice cold. But Alex was a long way off. There was a whole desert between them, 600 miles of treacherous burning sand of unknown dangers. There's something under my foot. This is Sister Murdoch, who got left behind when the nurses pulled out of Tobruk. Mr. Pugh, the sergeant major, a good man to have around in a tough spot. And Captain Vanderpoel, who cadged a lift for reasons of his own. What do you keep in that pack? Gin. Want some? A vast, empty desert, suddenly filled with suspicion. A harsh and terrible land that becomes a rendezvous for two lonely people in search of tenderness. A few stolen moments despite the face of war. In a few days, you'll have forgotten we ever met. I won't forget. It's no good, sir. What do you mean, no good? It's the engine. It's boiling over. It's heating, and the seized engine won't get us to Alex. So you all want to walk, do you? All right. There's the compass. Take all the food and water you want, keep on 30 degrees for two days, and I hope it keeps fine for you. Throw it to me. Hurry. Huh? I'm being sucked Hang on, man. Boom! Pull. Pull.
1: Ice Cold in Alex, released in the UK on the 27th of June, 1958, directed by J. Lee Thompson, starring John Mills, Anthony Quayle, Sylvia Sims, Harry Andrews. Paul has seen it a fair few times.
3: Yeah, I saw bits of it a lot as a kid. Yeah. Um, All the way through, probably half a dozen times. Yeah. So It used to scare me as
1: a kid. Why? Why would it scare you?
3: Um... Anthony Klein's character because he was so big and yeah, we, we
1: knew he was. We can spoil this. It's fine. It's a, six, a sixty-year-old yeah, 60 film. Years
3: old. You knew he was a German
1: spy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just
3: for some reason, scared me because I think the first time I must have seen it was like eight, nine years old. Sort
1: yeah, of thing. it was always on like a Sunday afternoon yeah. thing on BBC or whatever. Yeah. First time watch for you, yeah.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I genuinely when obviously because last time I was unable to. Make you broadcast. didn't know what we were gonna, yeah. No, select, yeah. When I got told the films, um, did
1: you think? Did you like? Here we go. It's Mildred Pierce all over again.
2: I, I kind of did, <laughs> in a way, because I just thought, oh, it's such an old film, and yeah, th- there's not. I'm not a biggest fan of old films, but um, you're prepared to give things a go, though, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm,
1: that's that's one thing. You will you will try and and just yeah go in the spirit of it and. and make the best of a film and if it's crap you'll be totally honest and tell us it's crap oh
2: yeah crap. yeah
1: 100% um, okay general consensus on this one Lindley, I think Paul obviously Paul likes it because he chose it liked it loved it hated it
2: I liked it okay I, I wouldn't say I loved it but I definitely I can't I mean there was only like the one small thing that I thought was funny about it but okay. the actual film it's good it was itself. okay it wasn't yeah. Mildred Pierce basically oh, on a scale of one to Mildred Pierce one to Mildred it, was, <laughs> it didn't even deserve to be in that scale <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. What's what's the film about, Paul, for people who haven't seen it?
3: It's set in World War 2. Yep. And it, it's set in the um the North Africa conflict. Yes. And it's just about two nurses and a couple of soldiers trying to get uh to Alexandria.
1: Yes. Cuz the Germans are
3: yeah, you know, encroaching on wherever, yeah. And it's about the same time as Tobruk yep. and, and they were, Germans were taking over most, most of Egypt Yep, and um, it is basically a road movie
1: it's not a war film is yeah it?
2: that's going yes. on whilst the war's around them
1: was it, you expecting a war film
2: Liam I kind of was <laughs> yeah um, I mean I'd never never heard of it in my life never Funny, um, Charlie hadn't either oh. I didn't Paul mentioned people. it to me yeah. I mean the film came out the year my mum was born so yeah really um, yeah oh <laughs> when Paul said what it was and Mentioned about it, obviously, being during the war. During the war. war. (laughs) Um, And and obviously, you didn't want to say any more, just to spoil it. Yeah. But if you was to literally write down what that film, just a a small, simple plot of that film, Mm -hmm. I genuinely don't think many companies would have gone, yeah, we'll go with that. That's a great idea. it just sounds so dull that they're going to be going across a desert. Yeah. yeah. But And and I was of that mind when Paul told me, I was like, uh, okay, and I, that was the one I, I, I was dreading to watch this film because of Mildred Pierce and stuff like that. <laughs> You've been burned, but yeah, yeah I, I've been pierced. <laughs> but <laughs>
1: so bloody similarities. Yeah. It's right.
2: just fucking great the way I've that, that film. Mildred did, yeah. I mean, it is
1: that film will go down yeah, in movie history. So,
2: but but it, I liked it. It's like rotten, Toma- rotten tomatoes. Yes, yeah. it's, it's the Mildred Pierce someter. Yeah, the Pierce yeah. got Yeah. But, no, yeah, from what Paul was saying, I think, okay, I'm not too keen at watching this film. Mm. It sounds like it's just Dull. a random bunch, but mm. it kind of had, it, it didn't seem like an old film, if you know what I mean. You okay. could watch it and kind of just not notice that there's that time. Yeah. you. Yeah. If you if you kind of get what I'm saying, it's not like well, it needs action and all that Because it was yeah. a
1: period piece anyway, you know, that could yeah. have been made. Yeah, this day and age in black and yeah. white and it would have been the same story yeah because it's not yeah well, you know it's, it's a war yeah. it is set during the war so it will, yeah. will be I mean
3: there was no there was no massive sets there was no spectacular action scenes
1: there's some it, good set pieces though isn't there it's, yeah it, but...
3: it's just it was one of those
2: stories that you could follow without having to concentrate too much yeah and that's what I like about it. Yeah. you didn't have to you won't as much as you could be glued to the screen you wasn't like, Oh, I missed something. Well, you, I
1: not... you knew they had to get from A to B. Yeah. And there's going to be a few little obstacles along yeah, the way. Yeah, Some yeah. quite serious obstacles, yeah. Along yeah. The way. <laughs> let's let's just run through John Mills. This is our first John Mills movie, but surprising. It is, isn't it? I mean the legend in, in British cinema, John Mills, he was in everything from a small choke in David Lean, sort of like the David um Copperfields also and Harry. Harry Andrews? Harry Andrews, yeah. who was in everything. He's right, got one of those it. faces,
3: you know, like, oh I know him, but yeah. I can't think where yeah. I held from. But he
1: carried on acting right through till he was eighty mm-hmm. odd, you know, in the nineteen eighties and things like that. Let's talk about Anthony Quayle. <laughs> 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 because straight away there's the right Anthony Quail, one of the finest Shakespearean actors this country has ever produced, um playing a South African.
2: Hit me, come on! Because just, just this crazy thing—it was just—I um, I genuinely, me and Paul spoke many times about people with poor accents in films. Yes, it's—and I know at the time it might have been difficult. <laughs> but why on earth could they have not got the South, African, a South African, <laughs> African to do it? Not someone that sounded like he was trying to be. I, I genuinely sat there at one point and thought, "Is he trying to be Australian, New Zealand, <laughs> South African, <laughs> maybe American, or from up north?" up north <laughs> because so many different twangs were coming at us. Yeah. like oh, it wasn't consistent was it oh, it really wasn't and yeah. I think what they've done is at the time it genuinely looks like someone's gone oh how a South Africans talk oh they usually change the A's to I's so do that yeah. and that's all it was anything was like ah oh, from South Africa but how are you doing like, what the hell his voice is English again <laughs> And it was just
1: oh come on. You, you can forgive the because I don't think the South African accent would have been that familiar to people.
2: Probably not prior to man,
1: no. the apartheid. You know, when it was always on the TV and the interviews were being held with all these yeah. guys that you know have become famous since. But,
2: but I mean, even if they'd like trained him, it's like they just said to him, <sighs> "Yeah, dialect coach for before God's doing sake. it." Yeah, and then crack on, mate. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> and and then he, when he went to the German accent, <laughs> that was a balling. Yeah. <laughs> Probably worse. it was just like I think actually. Yeah, no, I genuinely think that was worse. What the German German beer? And it's like, oh come on. And let's think. His role, he played uh, the character was brilliant. Mm. Yes, he's a big lad. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that because
1: I only sort of really remember Anthony Quayle in his later life when he was the older guy playing different characters in you know later movies in Mm. the seventies and eighties. But he was, wasn't he? Was yeah. A massive, great lump. Yeah.
3: Were those shorts particularly small, or was it just because he <laughs> was huge? Because <laughs> they're the shortest pair of
2: shorts. Oh, Do you know, 70s I think, football was short. I think that it? was like a play on, um, I don't know if it was like the German or the South African thing, where they always wore their shorts really high up. Because right. I was looking at that. Because I thought, yeah, there's no yeah, way. Yeah, they were just
0: I'm six rock. foot three. Yeah. They've always
2: made shorts that fit tall people. <laughs> You can just wear trousers. Yeah, they're like shorts on really tall people.
1: So talk me through it, Paul. why? Have we, why have you chose this movie? Why do you like it so much? I
2: Don't know. I
3: think it's it's just one of those old films that had a a nice ending, a nice sort of happy ending. Even though he still gets sort of carted away in the end. Yeah, but um, they still had their Carlsberg. Yes, and that new <laughs> product placement. But that clip was used in Carlsberg advert with yeah. um, Griffith Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and the fact all they kept saying about looking forward to that beer, looking yeah.
1: forward to that beer. <laughs> um, Sylvia Sims. I was going to say we we've spoke before about the Hollywood sex symbols, Grace Kelly. We have mm. always said how gorgeous that woman was, and Audrey Hepburn, and you know people we've we've come across over the last five years. I think Sylvia Sim could certainly have given any she of those Hollywood it's a run for their I money. Mean. She
3: really, I forgot, I mean, it's probably the first time I've watched the film as an adult. Yeah. And She's I just beautiful. forgot she... how stunning she was. Yeah.
1: She's still alive. You know, yeah, yeah, we've seen
3: yeah. We've
0: seen pictures. She has changed. She has changed uh, yeah. better, but She's the 18, years was not kind. 18, no. Or something like that. Yeah, She's... but,
1: you know, you still see her crop up in a Miss Marple or something like that nowadays. And she... All right, as you say, time is very cruel.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she, she now looks like the woman that to ourselves meet like Lucky Heather in the high street. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would avoid her if I saw her. <laughs> now, like, no, sweet take a woman. pound, go away from me.
1: <laughs> but, you know, he's just one of those actresses that appeared in dozens and dozens of British movies at the time. Mm. And... As I say, I think she could have given any of those Hollywood Exorcisms. Yes, yeah, in yeah she really
3: was. And you think they obviously filmed it in very hot
1: it's, it's genuine. It wasn't well, filmed at the back of the plywood, yeah, was the filmed, yeah, it? It's intense. And right? the flyers. Yeah, and the flyers. It's genuine, isn't it? You literally yeah.
2: see at the end how darker yeah. they've become. Yeah. And you're like That's not like someone's put anything fake on them. They've they they got... But yeah. like sunburn I, I and I bet they didn't thing. need someone with the spray bottle trying to make him look yeah, like sweaty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just an incredible film because, as I say, it's not a war movie. It's like you said, but it's a road movie.
2: Yeah, it's just a a, a journey. It's, yeah. it's
1: it's a drama. It's a human yeah. drama.
2: I mean, there's a bit that uh, cracked me up. Obviously, I know they couldn't have done anything CGI back then, but I mentioned yep. it to Pauls <clears throat> when he's got uh, he's they're jacking up the truck. To change the tire on a wheel, and he's under there and he's got his back on it, and they're stacking these little pebbles that they found in the desert because you know he's renowned for finding massive rocks there. And it's then as it starts cracking in the slow motion, breaking the rocks, and he's got it on his back. Yeah, and you're like, it would have crushed him, but then it's up. I was like, he could have just dropped to his like literally laid flat, and it wouldn't. It
1: wouldn't have actually hurt him. Yeah, but and
2: it's then he rolls over and he's like and they put some water in his mouth and you see the old dribble down the side where he's like and then they're like alright oh, let's just carry him back and he's like oh no I'm alright and you're like oh look the Australian's back <laughs> and he's fine in seconds like, Oh no, I'm alright don't stretch me you're like, what the how miraculous he, he like, managed to get back up from that like, right. didn't, didn't they pour gin in his mouth after they did the at water? one
1: point that was when they pulled him out of oh, wow, quicksand yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. The quick the quick the and then they
1: washed him down with petrol
3: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, it's very clean but, yeah. Yeah. as like say The Thing is probably the coldest movie you would ever see yeah. I always feel cold watching that film this is probably the hottest film you you, yeah. you feel even uncomfortably warm watching, even in black and white yeah, yeah. It's just baking, and I
3: found the copy I got. I don't know about you mm. guys, but for a sixty-year-old film, I yep. thought it was still really crisp filming. Yeah. I mean, There's yeah, a brand
1: new Blu-ray came out this uh, year for the 60th yeah. anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, that's what I that's uh, what I watched it. Yeah.
3: So no, yeah. I, for me, I it mean was black and white are usually a bit blurry around the edges. Then again, well, but if no. you
1: see the the blue of Casablanca, it is crystal. <laughs> yeah. Is that the porn version? Well, the blue. The, the blue, blue of Casawanka. <laughs> Casawanka, yeah. <laughs> it's a great film, that is. <laughs> Anywho.
2: Um, I don't think it would have been called Casawanka. What do you think it would have been called, Leo? I don't know. I'll get back All
1: to right, we'll that. get back to you on that one. <laughs> That's your homework. Um, <laughs> Leo, come on. You say he likes it. Great film. Yeah, it was.
2: Do, me, do,
1: you, do you normally choose to watch black and white films or is it something that we have to direct you towards I mean if if if, a, if that came on the TV film for whatever it may be and you're flicking through the channels and you, would you sort of think oh that sort of piqued your interest a bit and you'd go through and watch it or um, you'd be like oh no it's black and white that would be your instant reaction
2: no I mean black and white it's never really bothered me so I mean yeah. I still have to films with subtitles and stuff whereas as a kid I would never watch anything I had to read but, Paul um, still doesn't? No it's true but um, <laughs> we will be talking about this. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, as a kid, I used to see things like westerns that were black and white on Ooh. TV on Channel Four when I was a little kid. Yeah. And I used to see and watch them. Mm. Um, no problem. I think now because there's so much variety out there that you can watch. I mean, things with Netflix. Yeah. Because I don't have terrestrial TV. Netflix, everything is so modern. Yeah. You very rarely see any they do old, have so, old films on, but you have oh, to search for. Them. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. It's not. Yeah.
3: I don't think today's foreground.
1: kids have that opportunity like we did, Paul, that all right there was only three channels, you we know, eventually four. But a lot of the programming was old movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, it was all, cheaper all movies, to put yeah. an old movie yeah. on than yeah. to commission a brand new T V well, series. Watching,
3: we were watching some quiz show around mine, I think mean, it was pointless, wasn't it? Yeah. They had pictures up of Double X and ah. Abbott Costello. Yeah. And I said about it Liam and he's never seen a movie of theirs, you yeah. know.
1: Famous, famous... You know, yeah. they were the ones that came after Lauren Hardy. Yeah, yeah
3: I said they were more... Um, Lauren Hardy were more silent
2: going into talking yeah. and these were more talking. Yeah. I mean, I've watched Charlie Chaplin stuff. Yeah. Because I really like Charlie Chaplin. I yeah. don't know why, but I do. Yeah. And I've watched most of his stuff, actually.
1: Um, See, if you like that sort of silent comedy, we'll have to probably Buster do a Buster Keaton, Keaton or something, mm. or, or Harold Lloyd Yeah, at some point, because...
3: Yeah. All, and, all their own stunts as well.
1: Yeah, and, and they are fantastic films. I mean... At the moment, I'm a bit like because we got our fingers, Mildred did. You know, we got them burnt with Mildred. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit loath to bring anything a little bit older to you guys at the moment. But at the moment, the, Paul, that was Paul choice.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm quite watching an older film. I just and and because of the podcast, it's I'm not gonna if there's something I don't think I'd actually refuse to. I mean, I watched the Exorcist and I've never liked that. Yeah. I've never I, seen it before and actually was fine watching. Yeah. But. I mean, I watched, like, on a scale of one to Mildred Pears, <laughs> I've watched a nine in Darkness Falls. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And... Yeah. Yeah. Close, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I will watch any We're going to get requests. some
1: turkeys, that's the yeah. thing. We are going to get some crap films, or we're going to get things that take us out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And that's what I'm fine with. Eventually, there will be a foreign film, and Paul will have to read a movie. So it's not the Soviet movie. Yeah. But, no. <laughs> to read
3: Apocalypto.
1: You did? He didn't like apocalypse. No, I didn't. <laughs> but you know, it's going to happen. I mean, should be passion of the crisis or something like that. No, that's fine. That one, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it will happen. The more movies we're going to, we're going we're gonna to go across all genres and all eras. And I'm really glad that you actually picked a 60 year old British war film. Yeah,
3: it's just it's one that's always stuck in my head mm. from childhood. I mean, I've watched healing comedies, oh, westerns,
1: or exactly. whatever.
3: But the title or the film has never really stuck with me, but that one did for
1: yeah. some reason. Yeah. Liam, would you recommend it
2: to anybody? Like, friends your age? To, to be honest, I'd probably forget it. I'd probably forget the title, because it's yeah. not exactly a simple title to come to mind. It's, it's it not like one that you'd probably go back bit.
1: to watch immediately as well, is it? You liked it, no. but it's just, I, I it, has, it. it hasn't grabbed you, like Singing in the Rain, so
2: did. Yeah, you? no, Singing no. in the Rain, I could yeah. watch now and yeah. go out to yeah, literally dance and sing in the street, but... Yeah, it's it's a good film, and I think if I mean I bought it on Blu-ray, so I've I've now got it. So if I ever want to watch it, I can. But um,
1: what's it in the rain? All right,
2: so both both I've got. Oh,
1: brilliant!
2: Yeah. I, I buy everything. We get. good man. Yeah. No, and, and not not anything because of the film, but just because of how I am with films. Yes, yeah. I'm the, I only go to the cinema to see Star Wars or Marvel. I don't go for anything the yeah. because I don't get comfortable in the cinema, so. When it comes to films at home, Mm. I'm lazy. I don't want to get up and find films. (laughs) Would it
1: sort of encourage you to seek out something similar, if I was to say to you, not necessarily a war film, but perhaps something with John Mills in it, or Sylvia Sim, or J. Lee Cobb, who directed the original Cape Fear, this guy, the Mm. director. Mm. He did a lot of Charles Bronson stuff in the 70s. Loads of stuff. But as your knowledge of movies is now expanding Mm. through the podcast, and you're becoming more open to different genres, different movies, different eras. If I was to direct you to something, you, you'd be quite willing to do it. Even not necessarily for the podcast, just in your yeah. leisure time. Say, oh, you want to see that John Mills movie, yeah. mate? So-and-so. I,
2: I probably what I mean, I will – because all I do is watch films. Yeah. I don't – I genuinely don't watch television. I haven't done for the last 10 years, so mm. all I do is watch films. Yeah. So if there's something – and I'm constantly looking for new films to watch because otherwise I'll just go back to something I've seen many times. mm but yeah, I'd watch absolutely. And that's, that's what I said. Pretty much every film we've reviewed, I've bought on Blu ray. So you, you're taking it seriously, yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to. It's one, I'm building a bigger Blu ray collection. Yeah. And it's just that if someone else comes around and they want to watch a film, they might go, Oh, you got that? I wouldn't, isn't it? Yeah. Then it's good for that as well. Then you can I'm,
1: impart your knowledge yeah, on exactly. South African accents. Well, like, no, so, no,
2: so. Do you know what happened in this film? <laughs> a shit accent. Yeah. Other than that, it's
0: really,
1: really good, but the accent's bad. Were there any highlights in the movie? Favourite scenes or things that happened? I think it's difficult for that. Yeah. Because
2: it was the, like the, the same scene. The,
1: the, yeah. the lager scene at the end is great. It's that, that's what I yeah. seen would say. It's that, it's, it's that, that man. final
3: part. They yeah. made it. The, the barman is giving them a bit of chip, Yeah. And then he realises who it is. Yeah, and what they've done. And, yeah. yeah. But and the, it pours the beer that...
1: So bad, with oh the my head God. on <laughs> The head is pouring from a bottle, from
2: a pipe yeah, <laughs> without tipping the glass, and you're like, well, "You think that, what's like, wrong with I you?" Know. I mean, there is one thing in there because I often look at continuity in films. Yep. And there's one bit where the head is—I'd say two, three inches. Yeah. And also in the next scene, it's like a very minimal foam. Yeah. And then it goes back again, and yeah. I always <laughs> notice continuity yeah. in films like that, and it, it bugs me. Didn't to notice
1: like, it because I'm probably so en- enwrapped in that particular scene because yeah. it is I, not, mean, I,
2: I can see it in my favourite films ever I can sit there and see it and it bugs me because then every time I now see it <laughs> I will look at it and I'm like how could you not have just put I get that the phone would have gone down yeah. you know, but not then gone back up yeah, and yeah. then back up. <laughs> and that's the thing I'm like cool, why didn't you look at that
1: see I liked the bit in the quicksand yes you know that's edge of the seat yeah, stuff yeah. the bit going up that hill slowly trying to go oh, and then coming in back. Yeah. yeah
3: and then she didn't put a foot on the brake yeah and then
1: back it got I really felt that pain yeah because yeah,
3: you thing. thought I'd have given up yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. and and they go in this extra like the three day journey through whatever it is they're supposed to go yeah. because they're avoiding Tobruk they, or whatever the, the depression it. yeah they go through the depression that's right and this Katie the, the, the ambulance itself yeah is almost a character isn't it as well because I'll tell you what it suddenly came to me while I was watching it like that last night. Have you seen Apollo Thirteen? Yes. How the lunar module saves their life? Yeah. They go into yeah. the lunar module, and there's that bit where Tom Hanks like thanks to the lunar module, and he's like, you you've saved them. And, and Katie, the the ambulance, yeah. sort of like that because she struggled through yeah. with.
2: That's the vessel that took them through their journey, took them to and, the uh, moon and back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I bet you if you had a blooming, yeah. <laughs>
3: But you it is a, a modern van now. It given up after the first. Yeah.
1: Um. yeah, but it's it's quite a famous. You know, it's one of those famous vehicles in, in movie history that people don't really talk about as much as like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or James Bond's Aston Martin or something. But Definitely ain't no Delorean. It ain't no Delorean exactly. No. But in my mind, it is is one of those famous vehicles in movie history. So if we were to I always say that if we were to to rate it, we always do rate, yeah, it, if it, we to rate it. What would we say? We do rate, rate it. it, don't we? <laughs> Out of five stars, Paul. Um, four. Liam. Uh, <laughs> what's
2: that? No, I, I'd, I'd say three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Not uh, again. Yeah, it's not because there's anything bad about the no, film at all.
1: Just, that's a that's a good rating for you. Actually, yeah. three and a half, isn't it? And
2: it's a five for 000. a film that old and for someone that's. <laughs> Half the age of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's it is a five-star movie for yeah. me. Yeah, not a perfect movie, but it is a five-star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Because I don't like doing the half. Oh, good. Oh, good. That's, I'm that's glad like, he approves. Just like Dad was <laughs> yeah.
2: like, you've done your own work and Dad was happy. good. glad
1: he approved. Good. Thank I, you, I, Paul. Nice
2: I picked a film It, movie, it
1: was about time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a short break. We'll be back. We're all watching next time.
0: now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming
1: your way. Okay, what well, we're watching next time. No Charlie for the next episode, because we're going to be recording it pretty much straight after this. While we're waiting for Charlie to turn up, we'll use Paul's second choice, which isn't 60 years old. What is it, mate?
3: Um, it's a film I'd never seen. Everyone talks about it at mm-hmm. the time. Um, the
1: Usual Suspects. First time watched.
2: Liam, you've seen it before. I actually haven't. Oh. I, I thought oh. I had. And I kept I continuously kept saying this to so many people that I'd seen that film. <laughs> ah. But I don't know why, and I've now actually looked at the covers of the films and they're not even alike, but Natural Born Killers with Woody Harrison. You got it mixed up. With I that. thought that was usual suspects. I don't know <laughs> why. Like it. No, genuinely <laughs> isn't. So it was the first time for me to have seen this film. Um, I don't know why I'd never. I'd always heard of this film. Yeah. yeah. Always heard of it. Yeah, and I remember
3: the, the cover or the, the promo pictures of it. The
2: lineup. It,
1: yeah. Yeah, the, the police The line-up. iconic image of Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, well, that'll be interesting. That'll be our next episode. Usual Suspects, 1995. Brian Singer directed. Leon Paul, thank you very much.
2: No, thank you. you, thank
1: you. See you very, very soon. For the next episode. Cheers, goodbye.
2: ta
4: The management of this theater suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. Astrid, out! Stop infernal jamboree! It's worse than two cats on a fence. You dudes get lost now. You hear? Good night, ladies. Good answer sir! When you feel down, try positive thinking That's what I told the man said Don't wear a frown, try positive thinking Laugh at your troubles instead You've got to look on the bright side On hope so much defense With your confidence sinking, positive thinking you on the way my friend when things look black try positive thinking treat every season of spring no glancing back try positive thinking trust what tomorrow may We enjoy it.